Hey everybody, good morning, good morning. It's Pen Up Talk with host Diana Prince. It's two o'clock in the morning and you cannot tell me it is not cold. Oh my goodness. And the wind is howling. The wind is actually what woke me up. And I have no idea why I woke up and started thinking about this. Um, let's see, where do I begin? Well, you know... <laughs> It's kind of like the term birds of a feather. First of all, let me say thank you to everybody who supports my podcast. I really, I really appreciate the support. Um, Try to cover things from an intellectual point of view and from the points of view or point of views of everyone involved. So my topic, when someone asks me a question um, and then I think, You know, they say there are no dumb questions. There's no stupid questions. And then I've heard somebody say there's no stupid questions, only stupid people. You know, I actually don't know. I can't say across the board there are no stupid questions because I think, you know, before you ask a question, there are two things you can do. You can research um, and you can use logic, common sense thing is, everybody's version of common sense is not the same. So when I think about people's opinions of me doing the things that I'm doing, you know, to be brash and to be blunt, I really don't care because these are people, I don't care if they are people who are not professionals in the industry that I'm in. It doesn't matter to me um, someone's outlook or perception of the decisions that I make business-wise if we have absolutely nothing in common when it comes to our careers. If you haven't walked a day in my shoes, you don't have goals that are similar to mine then there's going to be a lot of things that I'm going to do that might puzzle you. And it's not my job, you know, nor my concern. I'm not interested at all in running around making sure everyone's perception of me is correct and making sure people get the answers that they need and they're not confused by the things that I'm doing. I would say someone who is in pinup and the fashion industry and the aspects that I'm involved and has goals, has succeeded at many things and has long-term goals and plans. Excuse me, I would say, yes, they can relate to the things that I do, why I'm doing them and how everything is is, just a part of the big picture my ultimate goal. You know, there are so many small goals and so much has to go, so much effort, time, money, passion, skill, experience, resources, connections, everything has to fall into place for each and every quote-unquote little goal to be achieved. So every little goal is important. Every little thing that I set out to do and I get it done there's usually 
more than one, one reason why I'm doing it. And for so many bigger goals to be achieved, the small ones have to be achieved, and the small ones take work. They take time, they take money, they take production. So unless you can relate to that, there is no way that, I, I know this sounds crazy, but there's no way you should be asking me why I'm doing something that I'm doing. Use logic, use common sense. I've posted, blogged, covered this on a podcast. Everything I do, everything anyone does within any career is based upon their goals. Why do people seek further education? Why do people start their own business? Why do people go into an industry as a hobby? Why do people who have a full-time job and family, children, everything, um, still decide to be an artist and spend their extra time in the studio making songs, trying to be a famous singer. You know, why do people do what they do? There's, there's, it's usually based upon goals. There's always a reason. Because when it comes to pinup specifically and the fashion industry, I don't know that many people, including me, including myself, that are in it because they're forced to be in it. So you're in it for whatever reasons, and usually there are goals in mind. People who have hobbies have goals. People who have hobbies enter something, and they want to develop a skill while they're having fun. But they want to learn. They want to develop skills. They invest their time. They invest their money. They take their hobby seriously. They take the time of the professionals that are teaching them or working with them during that hobby seriously. They take the other people involved um, and that hobby seriously. And at the same time, they're still having fun. And their main goal is to have fun, but yet common sense. You're working with professionals. There has to be a common goal in mind, and there will be for you to work with someone, no matter what it is. But people do what they do. I wouldn't say professionals. I'm saying anyone in any industry. People are doing what they're doing for different reasons. And no, I don't expect somebody who is playing pinup and doesn't take pinup seriously, doesn't want to gain knowledge, doesn't train, doesn't research, has virtually no goals. No, I don't expect them to be able to relate or understand a thing that I do in business. It's like my podcast. The last uh, podcast episode was listened to by like two people, two or three people. For all I know, it could be listeners from anywhere in the world. It could be my same fans that seem to you know, not seem to. Obviously, they know where to follow me and um, where I'm going to be doing everything. It could be, you know, my sister. I don't know. You know, all I know is two or three people, you know. But why am I doing this? Why am I doing my podcast? It's the same thing when I started my 
Diana Prince's pinup closet page on Facebook like years and years ago. Why would I do what's what was the point of doing that? There were several reasons why I did something like that. And I end up making money directly from that down the line because of my columns. Now, why would I write columns for magazines that aren't paying me per column and are not even giving me a free issue of the magazine? Because of my goals, there's more than one reason why I'm more than willing to donate content. You know, it's like me asking somebody, why would you spend money and your time to take pictures just to post on social media? You know, I mean, why, why does a bride need a separate dress to cut the cake? The cake cutting dress. I mean, what, you know, why do people do the extended things that they do that they may not necessarily have to do? Because it's part of their goals. It may be a part of a huge plan. And without succeeding at that one thing, among, amongst other things, that ultimate goal, that ultimate plan cannot be achieved. So it it goes a little bit deeper. And all I'm saying is even if you can't relate to being me as far as in business and you're in pinup for a totally different reason than I am, and you, again, you can't relate, you do. I say use common sense. Why am I doing the things that I do? Because everything is a part of my goals. You know, specifically, when people talk about publication, publication does pay me money. It does pay me money. It brings me money. It doesn't pay me directly. Let me let me change that and reiterate. It brings me money. Why? Because my models, my clients want to be in pinup magazines. So. <coughs> Excuse me, am I actually charging a separate fee for submitting people or for featuring them in my articles? No, I'm not. But obviously, my clients, 90% of them come to me wanting to be published. Excuse me. So therefore, you know, I'm getting paid, I'm getting booked, I'm getting hired to do styling and photography the majority of the time these days and featuring them, submitting them for publication. So it it does bring me money. It also brings me advertising for free, advertising to people that I can't advertise to on my own, advertising to an abundance of people that I cannot advertise to on my own that don't even know about me. It brings me um, other things as far as when I've approached companies. I think that that's something that is part of my niche and something unique that I'm bringing to the table. Um, When you're writing a cover letter to a company or you're contacting a company, you're going to want to eventually in there somewhere briefly say what you can do for that company. My goodness, excuse me. So, 
Therefore, that's one of the things that I mentioned, that I can write articles, that I do write articles, that I have my own columns, and I happen to have my own column in the biggest pinup magazine in the entire world. So it's not about name dropping because it's taken work to, for my column. Believe me, it took work to get it. It's taking work to keep it. And it's work. I've earned it to have my column. And it means a lot. And it does mean more so that one of my columns happens to be in the biggest pennant magazine that we have in the entire world. So that is something that I'm going to mention two companies and I have no doubt in my mind that that is a bonus and part of the reason why companies do want to work with me um, that want to reach a pinup audience because obviously I've dipped into fashion and the beauty industry and so I'm approaching companies and I'm contacting companies and working with companies and brands that are not necessarily directly related to the pinup industry. So, you know, it may not be, but any sort of publication and advertising, it means promotion. It means marketing. And that is why a company would hire a model to also be a social media influencer because of marketing. Usually they're going to handle that. They're going to be the ones that take care of the promotion and things like that. But as a social media influencer, that's when you pick up other responsibilities. And that means how much are you influencing? How, how much influence do you have out there in the public? You know, how big of a public figure are you? How many people are you reaching? How many people can you reach? So obviously adding publication is a big deal because magazine ads cost money and Delicious Dolls magazine, as well as other magazines, um, have the option to place an ad. And obviously you have to pay for that. So advertising is always going to cost money and or take time. And there's always going to be people to reach. There's always, you could have a million followers and there's always going to be pe people that you have not reached yet, obviously. Um, even within the target audience and you know the industry that you're in there's still more than a million people so goodness excuse me I really that sneeze just kind of caught me there and it gave me heartburn that's interesting I know everybody needed to know that all two of you again thanks for the support but um you know I guess just to kind of bring this full circle um, there is just so many reasons why I do the little things I want to do. Here's an ex another example. <clears throat> Excuse me. There is a model, and I remember reading several of, of her posts, and she seemed to be struggling and finding it difficult to become a clothing model and a social media influencer for different companies or any company. And her posts were, you know emotional, obviously, because we react off of things that are facts, you know, companies are turning her down. I don't think that her perspective was clear um, and precise because of the fact that it really has so much to do with a lot of things to be qualified. And that's going to depend on the individual company, the individual brand, 
it's just like magazine owners deciding who they want for the cover when they have plenty of sets that are high quality it comes down to their personal taste well it's the same thing with working with individual companies what they're looking for what the requirements are what you need to be qualified are going to be different but there are certain things that are just pretty common with most of these companies and number one having a huge social media following they want that they want that even if they plan on doing a lot with the content that you provide once they send you things or pay you and send you things and it comes down to like the your numbers um, but also, what do you have that's unique? What are you doing that's unique? And are you not only the size that they want, but do you have the look that they want? Is the person in charge, do they think that you're beautiful? You can. They can be looking for model size 16. You can be a 16. It doesn't mean that you have the look that they want. It doesn't mean that you have the social media presence and the amount of, you know, a huge following that they want because you have to understand there's so much competition. That's the reason why I say it's really um, a good opportunity if you can just so happen to contact companies that are brand new or companies that are starting a new line of something and kind of get in on the ground floor, so to speak because it's just like with magazines that are just starting. You know, people that are interested in being a part of the company and building the company and promoting the company and these people have high social media numbers and a huge following, they're the ones that they want to bring aboard because you're coming in before the company is even well known and you're willing to work with them and you want to work with them and there isn't as much competition. Or if you happen to know about a company that's starting a new product line. I mean, the only way you can find out about these things, because they're not going to be posted, is if you contact companies and, you know, the right place at the right time, so to speak. But that means you have to keep at it. There are going to be so many companies that never even get back to you at all. Maybe they went and checked your social media accounts Maybe they didn't, but you'll never hear from them. There are companies that require you to be with an agency or go through a certain website to be um, part of their partnership or their ambassador or whatever they're doing. There are companies that require you to simply email, but if you message them on social media, they're never going to reply. They specifically say email. You don't email, you're not going to hear back from them. There are companies that will reply and they'll tell you no. <laughs> they, they don't have the, the money right now to do this. They may have as many models and social media influencers as they need. Like they do have the money for it, but they already have the people they need. It may be a case between you and a hundred other people. It may be the case of you and 10,000 other people. And you submitted after the position was already filled. Or you submitted 
and you have 50,000 followers and 80 of the other girls that submitted have 200,000 followers. By the time they break it down to who has the right look, who has the right resources, who has something extra to give, then it may very well come down to those numbers. And there are so many people, believe me, that have hundreds of thousand or a hundred thousand or a million of followers. And of course, these people are also going after the bigger companies, the bigger brands. But there's so many, I wouldn't say ways around it, but the benefits of receiving things from a company, there's so many of those benefits that you can actually create on your own. You can utilize them without directly being under contract with the company. As far as building your social media, as far as getting free photo shoot um, wardrobe, because like I said in one of my other podcasts, you can actually sell the things that you wear, make your money back. So a company doesn't even have to be sending you things. And if you have over 10,000 subscribers on your YouTube channel, you can make money when you do your tutorials or any videos you do talking about the clothing or behind the scenes while you're wearing the clothing. You can make money that way. So you don't have to be directly being sent things from a company. I think that if you take the initiative to do something like that, then that's going to be part of your niche. That's going to be part of the bonus. If you say, look, look what I've done. I've already been uh, a loyal customer. I've, I love this brand. Um, look, at, look at my following. Look at how many people have seen me model in this brand. Yes, I do think that that would definitely be something that they would take into consideration if the position is available and if you fit the other qualifications. See, I don't get overwhelmed with the competition because I just, I actually believe in fate, but fate to me means, you know, whatever the Lord decide is going to be. It's so like, if something happens, it's, it's supposed to happen. And unfortunately, in so many situations, it's a bad situation. But as far as positive things, I mean, if if it's meant to be for you, it's going to happen. And it's going to happen when it was supposed to happen. There's just really nothing we can do about that. That's why all those movies, you know, like those time travel movies or the episodes of the old school Twilight Zones where people end up back in time or whatever. It's like, you know, we want to think of what could happen if we went back. What if one element was different or whatever but we can't because everything happened it's already it was there it happened the decisions that we decided to make you know the course of events that happen they're they're there you know it isn't a tv show it isn't a movie so but anyways like I was saying so there's so many ways and so therefore that's why people are doing the things that they're doing I remember I said you know to myself, Candy, you are going to start interacting with your fans more. Um, number one, to keep my fans. Number two, so I can have new content to put out there, not only to keep my fans, but so I can gain new fans, new followers, because 
I truly believe, I, I understand about advertisement, I understand about using one picture or one commercial being played over and over and over again. Yes, I understand that. Building a brand, building a brand based upon your best, based upon something, someone, the content that represents you and your brand, your company, the best. But I believe on social media, when people are posting things on their public page and then they're sharing them to other pages or sharing them to groups, if you're sharing, if you're posting the same things and then you're sharing it and it's like week after week, it's the same thing. I just don't see how you're going to gain new followers that way. Sure, you know, you may be posting, sharing something to a group or posting in a group, telling them to go visit your page um, at a different hour or at the same time. And on this day, somebody who has happened to not see your posts before, now they're seeing it, now they're going there. But it's just like a vicious cycle. You know, you have to, in my opinion, have new content to keep your followers and to gain new ones because again I'm in groups and it's like I love seeing new pictures I love seeing new sets not the same picture over and over again from the same person if I've already liked your page I've already liked it I can't re-like it and if I went there and I didn't really like what I saw or the picture that you shared isn't something that I liked then it's it's not going to change if I keep seeing the same picture <laughs> you know, so I kind of think it's different than advertising when you're trying to build your fan base within Facebook and posting something and then sharing it. It's like, I really do think as overall, as a whole, you have to have new content on a regular basis. And as a social media influencer, that's something that is a requirement. That's something that is part of the job. That's something that the more companies you work for or the more um, items, garments, products, whatever that they send you, the more you're going to have to produce. And so that's what it's about. It's about interacting. And I told myself, I'm going to interact with my fans more. And I want to post new content because obviously I'm involved in publication. And when I shoot with my photographers, I can't post the images because they're going to be published. So I have to wait. And that's a totally separate part of my career. So I like being able, because I have the means to do it without a photographer, without paying a stylist, and I have the equipment and I have the things that I need. I said, you know, there's no reason why I can't start interacting more with my fans. And I told myself on a regular basis and producing more content just to post. And I told myself also on a regular basis, I wanted like every day to be doing something. If I didn't have clothes from a company to take pictures in, if I didn't have a photo shoot that day, and I don't consider having a client part of what I'm doing in my career as a model. So whether I have a client or not, that has nothing to do with what I'm basing this on for the day. I told myself I'm going to get something pr productive done 
and produced every single day, whether it's just my podcast. Um, and I mean beyond editing, you know, beyond just posting some things, but actually producing something and interacting and or producing content to do just that with. So that's why I started back to doing my podcast at, at these ungodly hours and looking at like the most listeners I had on one podcast was like five. I mean, obviously I'm not used to that. I'm used to, you know, on social media, I've worked very hard, you know, and designed it where I just get lots of responses and traffic when I post stuff like 99% of the time. Um, except for my personal page. It's so terribly funny. Five th- over 5,000 people following me and 3,000 people on my friends list. And it's like, no. <laughs> Not that much interaction like from a lot of people at all. It's the same couple of people, but hey, I'm not complaining. I, don't, I really don't have time um, to interact all day with people unless it's about business, period. And I don't even have all day to do that communication and networking um, is, a, is a major part of my day but it's as far as it's important and it's there every day but it's not something that I do with each and every you know obviously it's business related so to bring this whole entire topic full circle about why people do what they do there's a reason why I and like I said I don't expect someone who's not a model professionally somebody who's not a social media influencer a fashion influencer a fashion blogger um trying to work with companies it's just like trying to be on the covers of magazines and can you know continuing to keep trying even though you have not succeeded it's you have to have a backbone And I remember listening, I was watching this YouTube video and this girl was saying that it's really, it's really tough to be a celebrity and to be under the public eye because she said it's, it's not for the weak at heart. And I totally agree with that. The faint at heart. There you go. That's what she said. I totally agree. And this, this person has nothing to do with pen up. Don't, I have no idea if she knows what that, if knows what pinup is but what she said applies to all aspects of the entertainment business and industry including photography modeling anything where there's you know competition and it has to do with the fashion beauty industry same thing with publication I mean you're going to get turned down same thing with going to these businesses you're going to get turned down you're going to see your social media numbers go up and down You know, it's just, you have to be focused and determined, really, and to have a backbone and a plan. And when someone asks me why I'm doing something that I'm doing, like, okay, well, what else would I be doing? You know, I I told myself, like, the end of last year, I said, you know, I should start asking people questions every time they ask me a question. Like, you know... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know, maybe to irritate them, but just because it, it doesn't make any, I have no answer for that. I, I've, I'm ask, I'm, I'm wondering why you're asking me that, you know, like what else would you expect me to do? This is my career. This is what I'm doing. 
I decided, like I said, to start doing all these things. I want to start recording, you know, actual video, um, 30 minute shows for my talk show, my pinup talk with host Diana Prince, <laughs> um, on my YouTube, for my YouTube channel. And I want to interview people. I want to have different co-hosts. I want to t attend events. I want to do behind the scenes during photo shoots. I want to cover topics like I am now, but on video talking about them, modeling things, going live, et cetera, et cetera. Why am I being paid to do my, my show? No, I'm not. But when I started Pin Up Talk, host Diana Prince, how long after that did I end up getting my column in the biggest pinup magazine in the entire world named after that page that I started named after my show? So if I would have had that idea, you know, that, that perspective when I first began it, thinking, oh, I'm not getting paid to do this. Oh, this isn't going to, or, oh, I'm just going to get a couple fans by doing this. What's this going to really do? Well, guess what? <laughs> if I can get over 10,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel, then I'll be making money off of each and every video every single month. That's number one. Number two, content so I can interact with my fans. Number three, content so I can show companies, magazine owners, designers, photographers, other models, what I can do, clients, potential clients what I can do. I don't have to wait till I'm actually doing it. I can actually be doing it because I decided to produce something that day specifically to use for advertising, specifically to post online for promotion. So I'm like, use common sense here. Why do I do any of the things that I do? Because everything, knock on wood, that I started doing with the idea of one or two goals in mind end up panning out, working out, and bringing me other opportunities and always including money. Always. I mean, my fans, if you want a, the domino effect, the traffic, the numbers that, that they bring me because of the number of followers, the number of likes, the number of views, the number of of people visiting my pages, all of that matters to so many companies. So even if my fans aren't buying a single thing for me directly, okay, they are contributing to me making money. It's just like magazines not paying me, even when I have my own column for my articles that take me work to produce and images. But I'm making money, how? From my clients, from my models that want to be in my articles, that want to be in pinup magazines. So it, it just goes right. It, and yes, fans do actually buy things if you are selling things. It happens. This is another example. When I told myself, I'm going to start doing these and, I'm, and also I'm going to start selling clothing full time. Like, I definitely have the capacity, I definitely have the means and the inventory to do and to make, a, you know, an income every month, whatever it may be. But every month I can make, an inc I can make money 
off of selling clothes, selling clothes that I've already had, selling clothes that I've worn at photo shoots, selling clothes that uh, have been given to me or bought for me, whatever. I have a room full of clothes and I'm always getting clothes in and out. So I can be selling it. I can be making money every single month. It was about directing my focus to that and spending time doing that instead of my academy. And that's what I started doing and I've been doing it. But I've been selling clothes off and on for for so long, you know, because I'm always on eBay buying. Um, but that slowed down once I started working for these clothing companies because they're sending me so much. But, and again, sending me so much and what am, what am I doing with it? Just piling in my room and keeping it? No, I'm selling it. So when I do my product um, shoots, even if it's something that I own, that I bought, like for an example, this year during Viva, I bought like three different jean like rompers, like little jumpsuits, little kind of like bodysuits, but looser jean material, blue jean, because I didn't know which one was going to fit perfectly which one was going to to have the look that I wanted and with one of them I bought duplicate I bought two of them somehow I, I one on Amazon one on eBay that's why I have to stick to, to eBay but anyways they're very cute brand new I obviously wore one of them which leaves like three left so why are they sitting there now I could keep them but why all three so obviously, eventually, I was like, I should take some pictures of these and sell it because um, I'm not going to wear these things. I, I have the one that I that I really like, and I'm going to wear that one and keep that one. So, anywho, anyhow, about the selling and uh, oh, I know what I was going to say. So I decided to not only start taking pictures and things so I could sell them, but taking pictures and things and doing little videos so I could put them on my YouTube channel, so I could put content on my social media accounts, new content. And also, there's so many people that end up buying stuff from me before I even get a chance to list it on eBay. Number one, models, clients that I have that come here um, usually end up doing a bit of shopping once in a while because I have brand new things from companies or they get to model in something brand new that they love and they want to keep it. They want to buy it and I'm going to be selling it anyways. So there you go. We get the content and then they end up buying it. I end up making the money off of the outfit without even listing it for sale, doing any shipping, PayPal, none of that. Then there are people like photographers and I said this on my one of my last podcasts, they um, often, photographers that I've worked with in the past, um, seem to like a lot of the things that I model in. So they will contact me and say, I want to buy that because I want to photograph a model in that. Or I've had photographers come to me and say, I'm looking for a blouse that looks like this for one of my models. Please find it for me and I'll pay you a fee. So, you know, that's where my 
everything comes together. My fashion forecasting, personal shopper, personal stylist, all my training and experience, and and, and then I can get the job done. <laughs> I do get the job done. So um, there are people like that. And then, lo and behold, there are fans that will buy your clothes for whatever reason. <laughs> and it's like autographed pictures. You know, if you if you put it out there often enough and you have loyal fans, you have a, a nice size fan base, they're going to buy. So there are so many reasons why social media numbers matter to so many models who are fashion bloggers and fashion influencers and social media influencers, not only because of the companies that they're trying to work with or already are working with, but because of their fan base. You know, fans can directly bring you money or inadvertently bring you money just by bringing your numbers up or keeping your numbers up. Um, a, A good example would be like somebody like Kim Kardashian or anyone. I mean, I just read that Car- Cardi B, um, what, in two years span of time, from 2016 to 2018, she went on from on the Forbes list, her net worth went from 400000 to $8 million. That's astonishing. But it's not astonishing. And I'll tell you right now, it's not just from record sales, but all of those record sales means she's popular. And what does that mean? Endorsements, sponsorship deals, partnership deals. That's what that means. Like when athletes, they say that if you become a gold Olympic, you know, an Olympian and win the gold, that you're set for life because you're always going to be able to do appearances. You can write books, you can be in movies and the endorsements that you're going to get right away. And even later on, look at all the old timers that end up, you know, (laughs) in the Wheaties or even in the, you know, uh, Geritol commercials, what have you, Brute um, Cologne. But yes, so it comes in the form of endorsements. It's the same thing with Kim Kardashian. She's making money as executive producer of her show. She's making money off her products. But all of those things make her extremely popular. And because of her popularity, companies are dying for her to wear something from their their company, their designers. And I mean designers that have been around forever. You know, like Chanel, Versace, people who work for those companies, those designers who have dressed royalty, who have dressed, you know... um, the biggest stars, the most richest people in the world, they are still, believe me, happy, very happy, more than happy, and dying to have someone like Kim Kardashian, who is not a model, she's like, what, 5'2", um, wear their clothing, or mention, even mention their clothing. I believe she gets $250,000 to do one sponsored ad, and she was talking on Ashley Graham's podcast about how a company, we all know it's Fashion Nova, um, offered her a million dollars to put out one post. A million dollars. So they tripled <laughs> what she would normally get 
quadrupled, excuse me, which she is normally offered, which is already a lot of money to do a couple of second little video or to post a picture wearing something, a million dollars, and she turned it down because she's, you know, into this Gucci, Versace, everything. Anyways, <coughs> excuse me. Um, it's funny, though, because everything at Fashion Nova is, they copy, obviously, what the biggest stars are wearing, and they copy it fast. And so it's like, I understand where she's coming from, but regardless, they're going to keep copying, you know, all those $10,000 Gucci outfits that she's wearing. You can get them at Fashion Nova, the the same look anyway, um, with no label and, diff of course, different material, different manufacturing, different quality for $100 versus $1,500, $2,000. So they're going to keep doing it regardless. So I, I really don't know whose side I would be on when it comes to something like that. I think that it was good for them to offer her that. But at the same time, realistically, it's like, uh, I don't think so. Like when I, I read somewhere that, and I skipped over it cause I was like, I'm not even, the media just put stuff, and people put stuff out there. But it says something like, Nicki Minaj is jealous of Cardi B's Fashion Nova deal. I doubt it. I highly doubt it. First of all, both of them are always dressed in top name brands. And second of all, um, I don't think Nicki Minaj has a problem being a clothing model for any company that she wants to or having gowns sent to her because she's always in designer stuff. And by the way, she's been around for a while her net worth is like 75, 80 million. You know, that's quite a difference versus eight. And it's not like her money's going to stop. So she's going to keep making money and she's going to keep making money. I, I don't think somebody who has almost 100 million is worried about not getting a deal with Fashion Nova. <laughs> I think it was more like they weren't interested and probably would never be interested type of thing because honestly you know big name stars that are wearing constantly wearing the biggest name brands in the world are not going to be wearing Fashion Nova period like I said Fashion Nova is knockoff ready copy ready whatever you want to call it that's what they do they look at those top designers and what they're putting out and then they copy those things it's and what the celebrities are wearing that are like Gucci, Versace, like I said, things like that. So they're not worried about it. But anyways, all of this, this entire subject to say that, you know, people do what they do for a reason. I've, I've never even questioned why somebody would spend their time and their money f for something like being in pinup as a hobby and not having any goals. I, I can't relate to that whatsoever. I close my eyes when I say that whatsoever. Um, but I've never questioned it. I, I know exactly why they're doing what they're doing because it's fun, because it's empowering, because it builds confidence, because you wanna look back at how you, you know, when you were at your most beautiful, you know, and it makes people feel good, it's fun. So there you go.
you know, I've, I've never questioned that. But to ask me when I say that I'm setting up something or that I just recorded or I went live and, it, oh, yeah, what was that for? Uh, it was for me. <laughs> it was because I'm a public figure, uh, because I have fans, tens of thousands of followers, because there are companies that I want to work for because there are companies that I actually have their garments and their products and I want to show them what I can do. I want to have new content. I want to interact with my fans and I have goals. And like I said, I started my closet page. I ended up getting my very first column and it paid me. I got a six month contract and they paid me for every article that I wrote, my very first column. And how did I get that column? By having my closet page. I was never a writer, never formally trained, nothing. How did I get my column for Delicious Dolls? Because I already had a column. I had already been writing articles. I started training myself. I started educating myself on writing. And I have the content. I have the resources as far as the models, the photographers, the content, a.k.a the production, the content. And I started my pinup talk. Why? Because I wanted to do it for fun. I knew it was going to be a good way to interact. I, I thought it would be a good basis for a little talk show for my YouTube channel. Wasn't getting paid directly to do it. Nobody was asking me to do it. Nobody was suggesting that I do it. But I took the initiative. I wanted to do it. I had the time to do it. I had the clothes. I had the whatever. I did that. I ended up with my own column in the biggest pennant magazine in the world. Because of that column, endless clients have come to me specifically because they want to be published in Delicious Dolls magazine. And they pay me to style them and photograph them as of recent. So there's a reason why I do everything. And I'll just say this one more time. It's based upon my goals. It's based upon the goals of people, why they are doing something. So when you look at me, <laughs> um, specifically to the person who asked me why did I set up an event page and, and, and go live modeling high heels, because I model high heels, because I have high heels, <laughs> because that was what I wanted to do that day. I wanted to produce content. I wanted to have something to interact with my fans. I wanted to take a couple of pictures to show the companies of those high heels um, that, you know, this is what I'm doing. Maybe get some cross promotion, maybe get some, you know, reposting. I'll tag them. They tag me but to interact with my fans, to keep my fans, to obtain new fans, and also to keep my skills sharp. You know, if you're a public speaker, you have to constantly be working on that. If you're modeling, you gotta constantly be working on that. So um, I don't know about there being dumb questions or dumb people, but I'd say use your brain. <laughs> You know, use common sense. There's a reason why people who are professionals at what they're doing do what they do. And just because you don't understand it doesn't mean you can't use clear logic. I have a private group 
with almost 30,000 members in it for a reason. I interact with my fans because I'm a public figure. What I decide to wear when I go out in public, my appearance, the companies that I want to work for, the photographers that I want to work with, the magazines that I want to be in, the covers that I have yet to get that I still keep going after, all of that is based upon what I'm doing as a professional. So again, I would not expect somebody who's not a professional to understand, but before you ask, just know that it's based upon my goals because I have fans that I have to interact with, because I have companies that I have to contact, because I need content to do everything that I do on social media and I'm not playing pen up and I'm not doing pen up as a hobby and I'm not taking pictures to show my friends how beautiful I look I'm not taking pictures because one day when I grow old I, I want to have pictures to look back on no 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 it, even if those things were part of the reason there's such a small part I'm doing what I'm doing for so many reasons and if you were to look at me as a professional model, as a professional stylist and fashion forecaster and fashion blogger and all the things that I do, then there would never be a question of why I need publicity, why I produce content, why I start pages, why I have a group, why I interact with Inter, inter, interact, yes, um, with my fans, why I have to do that, why I have to be producing content for advertising purposes only, and I'm not being paid to do it. There's a reason why I do all of the things I do. It's because I have goals. I have long-term plans. I have long-term goals, and you don't have to understand them to understand that people who are professionals in their fields are usually not going to be happy with staying at a certain level and even if they get to the level that they want to be at and they've reached that ultimate level if they want to keep it it's going to take a lot of work which means content which means interaction with your public with your fans it means new deals new contracts working with new photographers working with new companies, new representing new brands and building your brand. When you're a public figure, that's what it's all about, building your brand because your followers can bring you money in so many ways and the opportunities to work with the companies that you want to work with is going to have everything to do with your presence on social media. And again, I'll say it one last time, I don't expect someone who's playing pen-up and has no hobbies, I mean, <laughs> that is their hobby, and has no goals within pen-up to understand that. So that's the reason why I really don't put, I put no stock in it when someone is judging me or confused at why I'm doing something. I'm confused at why you're not doing it, why everyone isn't doing it. No, um, I'm just like, don't be too confused. Use clear logic. Now, with that said, I'm going to end today's podcast episode. It's about three o'clock in the morning. I think I am going to go back to bed. 
because I probably wouldn't have gotten up this early if it hadn't been for that wind out there. It's just kind of, kind of crazy. But anyway, it is December, you guys. Oh my God, this is going to be such a great month. I'm so excited. And you know what? Every day I've been so busy. I just feel like I have so much to do. It's kind of overwhelming. And I really, I really get overwhelmed. But, you know, even I'm saying let's just do a little bit day by day. I still feel like no matter how much I got done yesterday, I still have so much to do today. And it's not even about taking a day off or, you know, whatever. It's like, no matter what, every day I wake up and I, I open my eyes, there's a million things that I have to do. And as far as business and my, and my business world. So it's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's, I'm, dri- I have, I'm driven. I'm determined. My goals, you know, they're, they have challenges. They are challenges or they wouldn't be a goal. They'd be something that I've... I'm, I'm doing, I've automatically done and something that didn't really take much work. So thank you for your support. I'll see all of you guys online. It's Saturday. Saturday and it's the beginning of December 2018, 3 o'clock in the morning. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your day. This has been Pen Up Talk with host Diana Prince. Ciao.